The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. If you're building, or buying, or selling a home, the real estate crew's got news for you at the Real Estate House Party. With attorney Rick Carter. Real Estate House Party. Paralegal Kathy Holsthausen. Real Estate House Party. Come in, have fun. And comedian Tony V. Now, here's real estate attorney Rick Carter. Welcome and thanks for joining us here on the Real Estate House Party. I'm so sad. We don't have Tony V. Yeah. We're trying to get a, uh, another someone to replace him, but uh, might be halfway during the show. She's actually another attorney. First attorney we've ever had in the show. But let me ask you a trivia question first. Saturday Night Live, who's the most has been on Saturday Night Live as a guest? You don't have to answer. Currently or? Baldwin, right? Right. Very yep. good. So you're our Who, Alec, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, you're our Alex Baldwin. You've probably been on Alex. this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What did I right. say? I said Alec because I'm still obsessed with the murder oh, yeah. trials. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of murder, poor poor Mr. Baldwin, whatever his first name is, but we won't get into that. I was just saying, John Maroney, the Ice Man. Yeah, always says yes when we ask him. So which which Alec Baldwin am I? The early career, later on in life, or in mid? When he's having problems, which one am I? Well, you wear a lot of, <laughs> a lot of hats, so uh, I'm sure you, you, you can use whatever one you want today. You actually said you're going to uh, – we got a lot to ask you, but you said you might have some questions for us I today. I sure do. So, I love questions. I know. We love questions there. So, <laughs> so when she does come, we might have another attorney, Mary Beth Sweeney from Atwood and Cherney, I believe, right? Yep. But we'll introduce her. When, well, I'll let you introduce what, her when she Where is she out her. of? They have an office in Boston, and she also has one in Andover okay. as right. well. So you've been uh, targeting, and before she gets here, maybe I'll ask you, we and Kathy will ask you a bunch of questions. The first one I have is, we have a lot of brokers who, uh, there's not as much listings now. They're trying to be a little bit more creative on how to get listings. Mm-hmm. Um, how, would, how would a broker get into the market to try to work with more divorced couples? I would say to um, either partner with, I wouldn't say partner, I don't, because attorneys hate using that word partner, because now, then you, yeah, you got rescue, then you got yeah. respite yeah. problems. You know, be a resource. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Or a referral. Yes. Thing. You know, for uh, divorce attorneys, they even have divorce coaches as well, where they're not a- attorneys, but they, they're almost like therapists in terms of, you know, really they're So coaching. who are they coaching? The, uh, the brokers or no, no. the general public? The general or? public, someone that's, um, you know, thinking of a divorce or in the middle of divorce. Where do I start? What do I do? What do I do? And what they'll do is they'll say, why don't you, they don't give them advice, but they'll say, next time you see your attorney, why don't you ask them about this or ask okay. them about that? And so that, kind of like a, a mentor along the road yeah, of divorce. Exactly. So there is a group out there that they could... You yeah. could get in touch with to do that, huh? Absolutely. And, yeah. and, and the whole, it could be everything. Has maybe dealing with children, children with special needs. What do you do? Well, yeah. I'm going to move to this town. How about, so any, you know? any variable involved in their particular divorce, they yeah. might have. Right. So one thing I was thinking is they probably should get, because a lot of times attorneys uh, want a mediator because the, the group, husband right. and wife can't get along with each other. So and this, typically the, the, the right. divorce... Attorneys can't get along with each right, other. Right, exactly. So there's usually By a third definition. attorney involved. Right, so a mediator is not a divorce coach. That's something separate. Exactly, but, yeah. exactly. But a broker might want to get a hold of that mediator. Without a doubt, yeah. because the yes. mediator might say, listen, 
John and Susan. Right. Not you guys. Wow. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Susan, did, I, that was by, how did no, you pick by coincidence. No, for the, I still like Susan. Yeah. So. You've made that clear on other times. But, um, and I like Susan, too. So that was just a normal yeah. slip as a But it says, up. like, you, you don't guys, know something we don't know at this you point. You guys when, can't agree to this. You guys can't agree to this. Okay. Um, I know... I know, you know, I know a great real estate agent that handles divorces delicately. Yeah. So a mediator might do that very yes. thing. So the mediator doesn't want each each attorney wants to get their own broker, but then the other side doesn't want to do it because it's favoring that side. So um, so honestly, the mediator will say, I don't want to hear either one of you. I'm going to get my own. Right. So then they might want to hook up with this mediator. Well, right. Because and the other thing is, a divorce attorneys do have um, brokers yes. in their, you know, repertoire. Um, yeah, yes. in their referral base there. Yeah. yeah. And the sooner you get on that, or you, you know, if you can handle a divorce very delicately, because yeah, yeah. it doesn't go as as smoothly, typically as a as a normal seller situation. Exactly. Yeah, I was exactly. talking to a realtor yesterday. He, um, in the western part of the state, and he was saying, because um, I asked him, you know, if you're working with the couple and you're and you're work, representing both of them, yeah. you know that you have that fine line of being impartial from one or the other. How do you handle that? He said, yeah. well, like, he's like, good question. He goes, I we talk about it up front and just yeah. say well, as we're going through the process, if you fail in being impartial, either way, we need to just stop and then talk about what you think I may have done yeah. or whatever. So. Yeah. If he, he kind of senses that, he goes, all right, let's back up and let's, yeah. you know. And I think an easy way to do that would be to um, have the real estate agent, agent meet both sellers, you know, a husband and a wife that right. are going through a divorce, and CC, have the emails be addressed to both of them. Unless right. they don't want to, yeah. Unless no, but I think that, like, I guess, I'm guessing, like, They'll tell you one way. The well, couple, here's, here's, here's an example. The couples might say, just email me. Just, so I just send them. Because I run into this a lot, too. Yes. And I usually do. I usually, the way I do it is kind of isolate myself. Listen, you guys got a, you got divorce attorneys. You tell me what I'm not to doing do. anything with that. I'm not doing the math. I am literally here helping you on your sale. And do that process. I'll get you deed. I'll get and you And that's what the real estate agent is doing. Well, this exactly. is where it starts getting tricky. So they start going along that line. They're going to sell yep. the house. And then, let's say the husband wants to buy something, finds a house, puts an offer in. Now that's when it starts getting tricky because Well, that's he for the divorce attorney. He yeah. needs to sell this thing. And he to wants buy to, this. And he might just say, you know what? I don't even care how much we get on our phone. Let's just put a fi- make a fire sale. Yep. And the other spouse is like, no, no, no. no I, I want, want my money. Yeah. yeah. And, and yep. yet the realtor now, almost like a conflict right there because now and they're representing the purchase of this. And, right. And Where they that, have conflicting... Attitudes and how they but want. Honestly, that like yeah. if you're paying a real estate agent thirty thousand dollars or whatever it may be, you have to be <clears throat> trust her or him to price your house to get, maximize your net proceeds, no matter what is going on, right? Well, so, well, some realtors, what they'll do is, you know, to avoid that, they'll have someone else in the office handle the purchase of yeah. another house. That way. Right, so that that would be a, that that is tricky. But you still run in the same situation because you, you do, you do. No matter who, what other broker handles the purchase, he still has that objective. Just just sell it. Didn't we That's have right. this uh, a couple, and they weren't even getting divorced. I think they were married. Remember, like sign up the purchase and sale agreement. Why isn't the wife sign the purchase? Oh and yeah. Rick would call the wife and say, "Well, you know what? I've decided not to sell." So oh, yeah. Rick called the oh, husband yeah. and say. 
uh, can you get with your wife yeah, and yeah. like talk no, that's, about this? That's a real good point. So if we were running our little seminar today, we would say, you guys got to be on board. If you're not on board, you're going to direct it to the divorce attorneys and let us know. And it's always like at the very end, the little dollar amounts there, like who gets the oil adjustment? Well, I paid the oil, so I should get the whole thing reimbursed to me. Uh, whereas some of the mediators said, no, 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 you got to put that right on the settlement stem, and then we'll decide what to do. Right. I go, all right, you let me know what you want to do. The other one is uh, when, you know, when you pay off your mortgage, you get the escrow, escrow money right. back. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, oh, who yeah. splits that? Yeah. Who splits you need, that? You need well, to put that in the divorce decree exactly. because and they if don't you don't, think, get they don't it, think of that, right. you can, right. they're in contempt of court. Right, so. right, right. Well, here's another thing that people don't think of is let's say um, the, the wife wants to get pre approved for a mortgage. And just kind of figure well, we out. We've got a million questions for that on okay. you, for you, too. So let's say she hasn't even told her husband that she's thinking of a divorce. If I pull a credit, there's this thing called trigger leads. Yeah. And depending on whose phone number is on file, the husband may be getting calls from lenders left and right saying, hey, oh, look, yeah. you're looking to refinance. He'd be like, what? That's a, that's the least of his problems. <laughs> <laughs> right, but he's going to be told. That's how, he find, that's how he finds out. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've <laughs> yeah. had some people find some interesting stuff just looking at the application. Not quite as bad as that, but. The credit cards. Oh, the credit cards. Does uh, my right. husband have to see this? Yeah. Well, you know. yeah, he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, so. That's Isn't that called financial infidelity? <laughs> we are racking up credit card bills and your husband doesn't know anything about it. Yeah. So here's a question that we'll get in because we're trying to keep it in the real estate world. I'm sure Mary Beth, when she gets here, can t- tell us some tips on. So how does someone in your mortgage world help themselves protect? So in other words, mortgage payments or actually other payments, credit card payments, how, do they, how does the spouse avoid having it affect their particular situation. Do you make sure that the one spouse only pays it out of their funds? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. So it's it's always going to be on the credit report. So let's just right. assume right. it's always paid on time. Because they both signed yeah. it. Right. Yes, that's right. So if someone wants to buy something where the debt doesn't affect their debt ratio or, or anything like that, in the divorce decree, you can just spell out the exact credit card, make sure you put the, the account number exactly what it is. Same thing with the mortgage. And that's good enough? Yep. Just put and in the, the divorce decree? Yep, once it's, uh, the, it's finalized by the judge immediately. Once it's in the, in the divorce decree and filed, it's, right. it's, so that's, it needs to follow through. Right. So you're, and both, if you're both having good points because we, we see a lot of separation agreements. They, they haven't they don't, gotten to They the, don't put that in there. Yeah, they have to. I know in you a know, lot. Well, it's a separation agreement. Yeah, they put like maybe a general statement. Yeah, I was just going to say they have a general statement. Um, the husband will pay all the credit cards off, but I'm not no, sure. you get to spell every to right. the account number to the last digit. Okay, because I we ne- I never see that. Yeah, and right. we've read millions of separate. Oh, except for the guy the <laughs> the divorce we were reviewing, and oh. I get to keep the red cooler, and you get the yellow oh, cooler, yeah. and and oh, yeah. we were just. Dying laughing at oh, yeah. the, the pettiness of it. Yeah, you get to keep the um, oh. couch with the hole in the cushion, yeah. and I oh. get the couch with the... You know, as it becomes principal at some point, mm-hmm. and we've had a closing. I forgot who it was. If it was the husband and wife talking about this, or I actually think that the buyer was so irked that the, hus- uh, at the sellers um, said, all right, you have to leave the picture that was on the kitchen. They said, well, no, my, my kid made that picture. Nope, I'm not buying the house unless you leave that picture. What? It was unbelievable. I know. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was just a little cartoon thing, and but they were just trying to. He, 
he was just trying to bust chops so much. I said, oh, my God, this is, this is what we resort to now. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that took the, the longest debate. Should we give in to this when it's just been – he's just been a buster at this point there. So, so all the, right. the so, one thing I asked John off air uh, – well, Hold on one second. Oh. If, in that case, the divorce is uh, decrees final, and then you're like, oh, is it too late? It's not too late. It's just that – you probably have to wait 12 months now, assuming that the wife is paying the payments for 12 months out of her account. Make sure you're not no longer on her account, because if you're on her account, then it's still as though that you're making the payment. Don't you have to refinance that? If you want to be off the mortgage, you have to Right, refinance. because it affects your debt to... No, um, no, it, it won't. So if we put the language in the divorce decree that oh. she's responsible, yes, it's still on your credit report, but... In the mortgage world, we don't have to debt you for it. Oh, I see. If it's not in the divorce decree, we got to show 12 months payment. Oh, okay. And it doesn't matter who paid it. No, she's got to pay it. No, but, okay, I yeah, see. Yeah, and it's got to come out of her account. We got okay, to prove I see. That, that okay, yeah. So, so one of the other, that's interesting. So one of the other, so if you put it right in the, the divorce decree. From day one. From, from day, day one, one you save. So right. you can go yeah. off and buy a new house. Right. So, if, so even if, let's say you. Uh, oh, Johnny, we're firing all no, sorts No, keep, keep coming. It's like fastball. <laughs> he, he, he loves being challenged. Yeah, I was at the batting cage He's the other day. This I'm is ready. bad because me and her are asking you yeah. questions. No, and so, you, you, so you're, along you're, you're repelling both as we yell out to you. Let's say two people, you know, they own a house together. They were never married, whatever. And, and one just wanted to um, move on. And the other one wanted to keep the house. Um, in, in that case, keep the mortgage. Just show that um, the person that's keeping the, uh, the house, making the payments out of that person's right, account, right. 12 months, no longer have to debt you for it. Right. right. One more thing along that line. A parent um, co-signs for a student loan or yep. a car loan. Yep. Have the payments come out of the child's account for 12 months. Right. Uh, make sure the parent's not on that checking account. and you're, um, Even if you're giving him the money. Yeah, no, yeah they're not going to check where the source um, right, right. you're going into. Right. They just want the cancel checks or show that it's been not paid. Not that we're implying to be misleading at all. I right? am. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this, that's a trigger and a disclaimer. Trigger. The, uh, Chrissy, the thoughts can we of, delete any of this stuff today? The thoughts of John Maroney do not reflect the, <laughs> and they're not my the thoughts, thoughts of Kyle Law Office. They're not my thoughts either. Just, just. Uh, all right, here's another one. Uh, since, again, and we're back into the uh, lending world. I really here. thought it was my turn to ask a question, but go ahead. Yeah. Oh, we decided, Johnny. Let me know if you think this is a good idea. All right. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of getting a gavel every time she talks. Out of turn. Like if she gets yeah. six questions in a row before any of us get some in, at some point we've got to give her a gavel. Well, I know, but this will break. Well, I was going to say, you need All something right. heavy duty. All right. So we won't <laughs> do that. But some, maybe a bell or something like that or... We used to request her to raise her hand. I know, but that never worked. That never worked because like, you just fired out stuff anyway. There. I know, <laughs> I, I know, I, I know. They said, you can't talk. It's not your turn. All right, I go said, ahead. my hand was up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you go ahead You know first. what it is? It's almost like the person with the blinker in the car. Yeah, and they, they're flying like down the blinker, each lane. Not, you yeah. still have the blinker. What I mean I cut you off? I, I cut you off, but I had the blinker. <laughs> right, right. All right, go ahead. Ask your question. But my, You have better sh- short-term memory. If I don't get these questions out, I'm, my, I'm on to the Then go ahead. All right, this one is, you know, we always have problems with uh, where you might child support. I had this. It was a very yeah. bad situation where the, the girl came yes. in and says, I got $2,000 a month yes. in child support. And right. then she was qualified that. Luckily, we were representing the seller. She goes, I get $2,000 a month in child support. Of course, when they, they do, you know, do their review, of course, it's not $2,000. It's 
$1,500 one month, $2,500 the next month. Someone was in cash. I think that was one of your loans, like, way, way back. No, no, because I remember. No, no you, it was, you might we, have had, got that, one too. we yeah. had that same yeah. deal. And it, it didn't matter. If she got child support for, like, $12,000, just say $1,000 yeah, yeah. a month, yeah. she wouldn't get it in December or January, but then she'd get 2000 in February and then get nothing in March and then two more thousand. So you were like cash. Sometimes it was all over the place. So you're like, uh, uh, I got to document 12 consistent payments. Yeah, you do. But now they're starting to lighten up a little and they're starting starting to do an average. Because think about that. So that makes sense. That would make more sense. That would make more sense. But this girl was getting, I think it was 2000 a month. So that's a big chunk with the, if she wasn't getting now all of a sudden $24,000 a year, her, her income's way down. So, well, 2000 a month plus we can, uh, Gross it up because of the taxes, so now we're up to you know like uh, like twenty four hundred a month. Yeah, for qualifying an income. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, the thing about child support too, you got to be careful. Whereas if you have a child that's maybe a sophomore in college high school, age, right? Yeah, we've run into that. Yeah, we're not going to use that. Like because the, it's two years away, right? Yeah, because like Massachusetts, it says you know eighteen years are fully emancipated, and then they will say, well, you know, he's got a full scholarship to Boston College. And, Underwriters just assume that the kids are gonna, you know, find them, you know, go on off the deep end and not finish college. So right. they just assume worst case, and they oh, use what kid would do that? I know. <laughs> they, they use, uh, yeah. You never know. <laughs> Story for another show. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have um, nice brothers and sisters and parents right, that right, help right. you out along the way. So, with that being said, so. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is my turn. Go this ahead. is my show. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. So I asked Johnny. Maybe we can have Chrissy like shut off one of our. Uh, oh, she's already she's already oh, silent the mic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's already silent. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, um, you know, one of the questions that that I asked Johnny off air was, um, one of the questions that comes up is, should um, like a husband and wife are separated, getting ready to divorce, the divorce is not final, they're still hammering stuff out. You should not buy a house. Mm-mm. Before the divorce decree is final and, and, and sent into the judge for signature, because if you do, you're separated and you buy a new house, that becomes marital assets. Yeah. And it can be argued, you know, it can be argued that that not really isn't really, but they, or it could be argued. I mean, where did she get the money to buy exa- that? House? That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Like, where do the funds come from? So it had even, to be from me- even if they both agree, right? The judge might not agree, right? Right. You know, so you, at the end of the day, you're the the agreement still needs to be signed off by the judge. Right, right, right. right. So, so, um, so when, you're, when you are getting divorced, one of the big things is don't go purchase anything. No, no. And typically when you file for divorce, your assets in theory should be frozen, like pretty frozen outside of your, you know. That's actually a good point. They're actually, in Massachusetts, there should be an automatic stay on everything. Well, there there is an automatic. Well, it's a verbal automatic stay. It's no. not. Uh, yeah, well, more than well, verbal. You're, well, you're 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 like you're not supposed to sell that property if you're in the middle of a divorce. You right. have an automatic stay. So, but if they, but no one can stop you from buying well, something. Well, no, no one actually ends up stopping you because because what you do is have the both attorneys agree, all the parties agreeing, yeah, you're both signing the deed. So that automatic stay is gone. But checking accounts, you can't be moving money, opening right. up new accounts, and right. um, outside of like paying for your attorney's fees and right, right, you know, right, and, right. And, and like moving costs and stuff like right. that. Like right. anything, um, anything that you need to pay out that would um, help the process right. along is okay. And back, back to your other. So you were saying if 
sophomore in high school. Yeah, because it's going to show, it has to show three years of continuance, 36 months. So they're thinking. So there's that. Yeah. There's that. Two, two, he's two years, or he yeah. or she is two years away. Because they're getting the full scholarship as a freshman in college. But that, yeah, that doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, unless, so usually in a case like that, they want to see birth certificates. Um, you know, I've went to, I had a closing that I, I think I made it by a month. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 So do yeah. you find. And it's, and it's from the time of application. So do you find that um, connecting with a divorce attorney um, has helped you help divorcing um, people move on? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah you've yeah, given yeah. a lot of resources. Yeah, I'm having them use me as a resource. And, and why, don't you, and, why don't you tell us a couple of things you're, you're going to be doing coming up? Yeah, so there's, um, in May, I got invited to speak to uh, Massachusetts Mediation Association. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Where's okay. that at? It's in Wellesley Country uh, Wellesley oh. Library, the library. Yeah. Yep. It's there. You're fancy. Meeting. You're getting fancy in your yeah. old age, yeah. Johnny. Yeah. yeah, you get lucky. You know, you um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just because I, I connected with one attorney who actually um, <laughs> told John never to call again. <laughs> so I, I took that as a dare. And I did. Um, oh, you, you guys know each other? Yeah. <laughs> he had told me the story. So and yeah. I just, I, no, but me. They oh, tell you not to call, oh, I, and then you I call every day. I yeah. know. I know. And I just. Yeah, you're right. And it's I, almost I, like, did you say call all the time? Yeah. yeah. Instead of not. No, calling No, I said all. LMN. <laughs> lose my number. <laughs> And I, and I just showed him how it could be a resource for he and his clients, and I he sent out like weekly articles to him, and he's, he liked the articles, and he shared it to his network, and, and one of the guys that president of that mediation association saw it and said, oh, you know, if you're... Uh, Are work- they your articles? Yeah, well... Um, kind of. Yeah, well, you're, from you're, my association. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Items of value. But it's a, ni- it's a niche that a lot of people don't have. Yeah. yeah I mean, here's the thing. It's all about strategies. Like someone might say, you know, what's the difference between you're a loan officer? What's the difference between another loan officer? I said, well, it's kind of like a carpenter, right? They both have the same tools in their box. And you have one that's like a Finnish um, master mm-hmm. carpenter that, that does unbelievable finish work. And you have one that, you know, does, um, you know, the rough, it does the framing and all that. And but if, he can't take it if, over the over Right. The and if you, want, if you want your finish, if you want your kitchen, you know, done over, who are you going to call? Right. Probably the Finnish guy. He's right. like the expert. They both have the same tools, yeah. but you know, that's right. like his area of expertise, and that's but where he's focusing. But the thing I think your biggest asset right now is, is, is um, concentrating on this niche that you have because then the word of mouth yeah. is going to carry you through because it's not a common – like a lot of um, lenders or loan officers will focus on FHA loans or VA loans, and they get really good at that, right? Yeah, and then they get you know referrals or you, well, just the thought thought that you know you want to do one thing very well, and that's what you do. Well, right, and stay educated and help other people and stay you, educated. You give tips uh, to these divorce attorneys, and uh, you, you've Constantly, told us yeah. you've told us one of the tips before, and this might have a little bit of accounting involved in it, where you know uh, they own a they own a house and a second home. Yeah. You know, maybe strategize with that. Yeah, a so little bit. yeah, because there was a couple that it, it, right away they say we're going to sell everything, split everything. Oh yeah. And I said, you know, second home, Plymouth, uh, you're going to pay all this capital gains tax. You know, husband's moving out. I go, you live, work in Boston. Why don't you just live there for a couple of years as your primary, then sell. Right. And they save a boatload in capital gains taxes. And it may have taken yeah. a little while for them to come to get. get well, used and the to attorneys that. don't look at it that way. Of course they don't. You no, know, because they're, they're they're focusing on. 
right. putting together the decree, the agreement, so that the you know everything, everything gets up separated. Well, everyone judge. does their field, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Because you got um, you have pieces of the puzzle. So there's the, right. Want me to hold it up? Sure. So you got you got the divorce. Of course, he's saying, "Oh yeah. my God!" I know. Zoom in. How do we zoom in? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the divorce. Yep. And you got the, the family law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so they take care Lawyers. of all the, all the legal part. You know, the, the, the property itself. The, mm-hmm. the, you know, the realtors, the Real divorce estate. planning where yep. I come in. And then there's the tax, uh, financial and tax implications. Yeah. So yep. you got to put the pieces together, and you think about this, right? So you have a couple that's going through the <laughs> amazing <laughs> emotional distress. Portion of their life, right? And you're asking them to do that themselves, and they're probably not an expert in any of those areas, yep. right? Yeah, you know, so they're just you go, all right, have at it. Well, yeah. and they're yeah. not making um, they're not making educated decisions because they're based on um, emotion as opposed to absolutely, facts. yeah. And and that's just that that's just around the the, that's, the yeah. real estate. Forget about when the children are involved and what's going to go on with those. Without a doubt, without yeah. a doubt. So there's all that, right? Uh, when well. I took family law in law school, she she was actually very good. Uh, she was just a very decent person, and she says, "Listen, don't don't go in there just trying to get the divorce, which a lot, you know, a lot, of, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, don't, you know." She says, "Your first goal should be to try to get them all back together again." And I don't, I don't think a lot. Of, I know, I don't think a lot of attorneys <laughs> do that at all. So, um, well, one of my counterparts, you know, you know, part of this association, so it's nationwide. She yeah. had a realtor out in California that was working with a divorcing couple and she was um, you know advocating for them to get divorced to hurry up and sell the house oh really yeah putting yeah. her interest first <laughs> I think I think by the time you call a lawyer yeah you're you're, you're pretty you're much yeah. Um, yeah. you're yeah. pretty much there yeah. and then you write a $5,000 check for the first first down payment right 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 so in Massachusetts I think they uh, it's more of a formula these days like you had one question on the how do you evaluate the equity in the house and all that. Yeah, this, well, there's two things. I mean, there's if you call a realtor, a realtor is going to tell you what they can market, get for the market house. Market value. Right? Where a bank appraiser will appraise it based on what's recently sold in the area. That's but what does that house. really – oh, that, that, that doesn't come into play when you sell it, only if someone's going to keep it. Right. Or, you know, so, or, or if they're going to do an equity buyout. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if, yeah. if one well, of the spouses true. is going to keep it, but it doesn't come into play if you're – hey, you guys have um, decided to sell it. No, the only time it would come into play is like, are oh, you going to sell it after the fact? And I'm moving right, on. Right. Um, some people just want to just move on and, right. Um, you know, because say you could sell it. I'm giving you the house. Get whatever yeah. you want for it. We think it's worth this. And then so the question is, how do you value that? Right. Um, you're doing a broker price opinion from a realtor or a bank appraisal. All what right. would you do if you were well, the one that was giving the house? Well, yeah. I mean, you do it. You go to the direction that it's advantageous. Of course, the assessed yeah. value. You know. <laughs> oh, I actually think it should just be at one of those drive-bys, right? Yeah. Like the drive-by appraisal. Oh, yeah, yeah, drive-by and desktop. Yeah, yeah. yeah desktop. I'm sure no. Tony V would have a spot on that. Just uh, throw your numbers in the middle here, and yeah, and just and, have a, a, a mud fight. I had a right? mud fight yeah. about it there. So, yeah. so while we have you both here. Let's talk. Oh, we only have a few minutes left. We have three minutes. Let's talk about what we're seeing in the industry, in the real estate world, and in the lending world. I see a little bit more. 
It's Are coming around. Are we starting around. to see some sunshine? Yeah, exactly. Start, we keep calling it percolating out there. So We're starting to see a little bit of yeah. action yeah. and some P&S is coming. Purchase yeah. and sales coming our yeah. way. Yeah. We're actually starting to see some refinances. Yeah. Yep. Are yeah, you so seeing people, rates coming down a little bit? So people... Tiny a little bit. bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, a little What's bit. What's your... Uh, prognosis you think maybe the end of the year all these people definitely closing the sevens are going to be giving people a call i'm hoping they're down in the lower fives because we're seeing them hitting the fives now yeah i know we shouldn't talk about interest which and the thing with interest rates is we were so spoiled for two or three years that right five percent isn't so bad no no it's not i mean but compared to your two percent usually a lot more positive than that yeah, no, five no, percent no. is great. It's wonderful. <laughs> I can do. I can do anything. That's right. I, I it's not it's, no. It's, it's just maybe not in that right now. Yeah, it's right. not no. It's just not now. No, it's just you just caught me in a thought. Okay. <laughs> I thought I smelled yeah. something burning. No, yeah. I know you did, and that was you this. did have that look on you, like you were no, thinking no, about something. No, no, because I just remember a conversation I was having with someone about <laughs> the rates being. You know, uh, uh, above six and all that. And so you were just pretty much ignoring the questions we were firing no, at you. No, no. You, you were thinking of some of the other conversation. I, Go ahead. I didn't even hear any questions. <laughs> Honestly, I still think it's a good time to buy a house. Well, and I'll tell you why. Okay, go ahead. Um, with the rates high, because I was telling someone, I go, you, on the flip side, the, the silver lining of the rates being so high is you have that much less competition. Exactly. Without said, a doubt, walking into yeah, a... Yeah, I said, if you wait for the rates to drop back down, now you're going to have like twice the amount of people being able to right, make offers right. on the house. So you can, you know, the rates will drop. So just go, let's back up and just first, why do you want to buy the house? And they're going to give all the right. reasons first. I said, all right, great. Let's focus on that. Yeah. And right. then you're okay with the payment, but you just can't get over the fact that that interest rate is there. Even though the, even though the payment is in your wheelhouse, like right. even though that was something right. in your head that this is what I want. Maybe you're getting a little bit less of a house... Because the rates are high. Yeah. But it doesn't, it shouldn't change your plan not to buy a house. Right. 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 You know, and, and right. plus, you like, still have those reasons why you need to buy a house. There's nothing to do with the interest rate. Yeah. Right. Some of these people. You know, it's are, not like, an, yeah. that's what someone told me once. It's not really an investment. If you're buying a principal residence, yeah. it's because you're moving there, you've got a new job. Without you got, a doubt. You, you now got married, you got more, you know. Right. It's, it's, you need more space, it's, you need right. another bathroom. Like, right. right. It's, yes, it's better to buy a house with the lower interest rate, but. But you still have all those factors. You still have that need. You right, still have that right. need I always for say this where, uh, I mean, not our generation, but, um, you know, maybe right before us when they're buying in 13, 14 to 18%, we say, uh, I would have loved to bought that because they're selling the houses for $45,000. Yes, yes. Right. Whereas rates came down to 3% and those prices of the right, house right, skyrocketed. Right. I'd rather go the other way as opposed to buying too high. I'd rather buy the, when the interest rates are too high as opposed to the... Uh, um, house values. Well, and I even tell people, I mean, because some of these people, they flinch, don't even flinch about 4000 a month, you know, because that's what they're paying for rent. So, right, right. right. I'm just, you're right. Rent's out of crazy. Right. You know, and if, I, you're, if you're doing your house over, new construction costs are crazy. Right. Like, yeah. You know, and lumber I, even, and, I say to them, I said, listen, around here inside the 495 belt, the prices are not dropping, right? They'll probably go up. Let's just say they go, on, go up 1%, right? Your $600,000 house. Next year, it's another six thousand dollars. Right, and it's not. They're not going up as steadily as right. they were. And then some people will say, "Oh, one percent." It's probably more like three percent. I said, "All right, great, eighteen thousand. Right, know? right. You know, right. and it right. doesn't really mean anything at that point. Right, and then you want to save up twenty percent, and then so that eighteen thousand. So now, now you have to come up with another four thousand dollars on top of that other. And you know, right. you're going to catch up, or you go buy your house. You can paint the walls any color Ooh. you want. You can have your dog. <laughs> That dog that you want, just let him roam around. Yeah, you know, yeah. Fence yard, all that fun stuff. Yeah, so we 
so we put a, a positive spin. And on. I actually think, speaking of the positive spin, I think right after Easter, I think, and a lot of brokers are telling me, they think they have a lot of sellers saying, we just want to get through Easter, and then we're going to, which they normally start a little earlier, right. but I just think it was a weird is year. a little bit, yeah, very weird. Uh, well, I don't you're not nervous about inflation it. or recession, or but people are starting to see that it's not really changing the right. housing still, market. Right. I heard a statistic. In the last 78 years, the price of homes dropped seven times. Wow. Seven times. Imagine okay, having, then. Seven, in yeah. one year, it didn't drop at all, right? So, and we so lived through having, one of them, right? Yeah, 2008. Yeah. We yeah, lived yeah. through that. So imagine having a record of 70 wins, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. take that anytime. I'll take that yeah. all the time there. So that's <laughs> all right, good. we got yeah. to go. All right. John Maroney. All right. Where do you work now? Tell the world. Tell them, scream it out. <laughs> I work at a company. It's called Draper and Kramer Mortgage. Yes, they're yeah. awesome. And, you have and to get a hold of me, yeah, to get a hold of me, just Google me, John Maroney, J-O-H-N space, M-A-R-R-O-N-I. Hit enter. Cafe Holtz, where are you now? Um, Forget it. You too. <laughs> just call Rick at um, 781-944-7000 and you'll get yeah. him directly. Oh, that's that's don't right? bo- that's don't, we don't line. give that number out a lot there. Really? Thank you, John Maroney. But don't call from, me. And Kathy Olsaza from Carter Real Estate Law. And uh, thanks for joining us here on the Real Estate House Party. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.